Welcome to No Ordinary Love. Episode maybe 13. Maybe 13. I think we're at 13. And we have a special guest. We do. We do. And we're using your real name, not a... Because I lack the creativity to come up with a cool (gasps) alias. Okay. Yeah, I would not be able to think of one anyway. So, I think we should just by default. Loud and proud, Amy Ochoa. Amy Ochoa. Amy has more names than that, but we'll just leave it at Amy Ochoa. Right? We know that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So Amy's on the podcast, and we're going to talk about, well, Amy, how do we even know you? Pop quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Trish of the Disher. Okay. We go back to like some 2000, like Five, five, five-ish. Yeah, five-ish. We go back. We go back. Forced friends. Like you're a Christian. (laughs) I'm a Christian. We're the same age. We're gals. We're we get along. Okay. Not forced, but like you know, it was just like we're gonna be friends. Uh huh. We're gonna get to know each other. Mm -hmm. This is gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And then it stuck. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Um, and then Elaine. Was a bonus that came with, <laughs> with Trish the Dish. I was a super surprise. <laughs> super surprise bonus. <laughs> to everyone involved, including Trisha. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 <gasps> That's a bit of an understatement. <laughs> Governor. Governor. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So, and now here we are. That's right. Now here we are. No ordinary love. On the pod. Yep. And today Ooh, we are coming to you or coming at you. Yeah. Yes. Give it from to us. Amy's backyard. It's beautiful. We are sitting on mm-hmm. a lovely little couch with a fire pit in front of us. Fire's there on. Are, there are lights. Fairy lights. Hanging. Ugh, no gorgeous. mosquitoes. No not kids a mosquito. Yelling in the background. <laughs> yeah. That's no not kids happening. in the and window. If you hear right them, no, you me. don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> a little. A little margarita at some point. A little oh, ambiance. Yeah. I also have water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, stage is set. Um, this is our first time doing like a let's chat about a show or a movie we love. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because we love shows and movies. We yes. do. And books, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love books. All right. So, here we go. This is uh, This is the bear. Mm-hmm. Oh. The Bear on Hulu, if you haven't seen it. Two seasons. Two seasons. Okay, I found The Bear last year in probably July. Okay. Watched it in a day. Yeah. And then was like, oh, I have to wait till next year to see this again because it just came out in June. So I was like, I really, why did I do that to myself? But I love, you were going I love through the first it. season. So. Yeah, yeah. been going through it. So, well, yeah. it's fitting that we're reviewing this because no ordinary love, and they yeah. definitely had no ordinary love for this yeah, restaurant you're right. industry and particular yeah. restaurant. So, See, like nothing I ever saw. Pretty cool, though, right? Intense, super intense, <laughs> intense, and will not oh. let up. Spoilers are coming your way. Yeah. So 
just know that. If you haven't watched it, pause. pause. You can watch it in a day. I watched it in a day. <laughs> so if I can do it, anyone <laughs> There's do. two seasons now. Too. Now there's two <laughs> seasons. We'll give you two days. Pause and come back. <laughs> 48 hours, pals. But do come back. But no. do definitely come back. Um, habit of crunching ice. Sorry, listeners, for that. Ooh, we I love, love it. a we good love ice it. But, yeah, so I was recommended by Trish to watch it. Mm-hmm. I, for whatever reason, thought, okay, this is about a restaurant. This is going to be a comedy. You're going to have lots of gossipy servers and... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's not what this no. is. No. Like, what is happening to me? I'm yeah. getting hit upside my head. Yeah. With constant, amazing writing, amazing what? acting. Yeah. Unique directing. So freaking and yeah, good. You need to be, like, ready to feel all the feels. You do. I think that's why I love it, because it makes me feel all the feels. I mean, that's why I loved flipping. What's that one I love? <laughs> um... <laughs> Hello, you. This is us. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I was not thinking about a TV show. Yeah. This is us, man. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Let's just, that could be a whole other episode. Yeah. But anyway. And this couldn't be more different. True. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, But yes. the feels are there. That's real. Yeah. The feels are there. The writing's like, mm-hmm. It's very nice. They don't paint anybody as perfect. No sugar coating. God, the no. The characters are so. Raw. They're complex. Yeah. They're real they're nor- people. Yeah, they're real. They're That's real it. people mm-hmm. that work at a restaurant, a family-owned business. Yeah. And like this episode, you're going to be like, we hate that guy, and we love yep. that girl. And then the next one, you're going to be like, we hate that girl. We love that guy. <laughs> and the other guy's doing okay. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's kind of amazing because we're all flawed people. And yep. I think this helps us to see that we're all lovable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even in our flaws, like someone's still going to be rooting for you. Didn't you feel yeah. like you kind of were rooting for everyone? Yeah. Like what? But like, at different when? times. And other times you're like, you need a slap upside the head. True. And then the next time you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then in season two, they give you more background mm-hmm. and you're like, oh. Richie. The love of Pete. Richie. <laughs> I fell in love with Richie. Richie, like, it come just, on. I just yeah. melted. I was like, You still want to like right. give him a noogie. You want to like wrap your arm around him. <laughs> Give him a noogie. <laughs> like, Richie's a good and guy. Yeah. You just like, okay, and Richie. And Richie wears suits now. Yes. Yeah. He wears suits now. Spoiler. <laughs> I, that might have been my, one of my I favorite it. episodes. It was mine. Richie at the, like, fancy schmancy mm-hmm. restaurant that has a team of 200 people that keep that thing in top-notch shape every single day. Like, high-end... Yeah. I mean, they're having meetings before they open to talk about who's coming in yeah. and how they're going to serve them and blow their minds. Yeah. Loved yeah. that episode. And how silly Richie thought it all was. Oh, and God. then he was like, light bulb. But when he got a yeah. taste of the Kool-Aid, yeah. he was like, this is me. <laughs> and you're just like, hell yeah, it is, Richie. And it's meaningful. You're serving people in it's such the- a way. Like, you're no longer just there to do this lame yeah. job. Like, you see the significance, and then you're like, your whole life. Now we wear suits. Like, now I take pride in what I do. And who I am. And I think, like, we could do that anywhere in any job. It's just, like, once you realize the bigger picture and, like, like we're dealing with people here. Yeah. yeah. And we can be impacting people no matter where we're at. Yes. All of a sudden, it's like, I'm worthy of a suit. I don't care if I sweep the floors, <laughs> clean the toilet. I wear suits now. Yep. I respect myself. You gonna respect me? 
<gasps> yeah, like such a high level of care. Yeah. Like we are like these people are coming into our restaurant and we are responsible to take care of them mm -hmm. and treat them well and like anticipate needs and that just I'm like that is so mm -hmm. to have a whole team bought into that concept and then just repeatedly deliver that is yeah. it's pretty incredible. Well, and I mean, I do have server history, you know, I've been serving restaurants, never that level of fine dining, but never that level sure. of restaurant by any means. But it's kind of a game. It's like, how many people can I take on mm -hmm. without sacrificing any of that service? And, you know, how many things can I do without them ever having to ask? It's like the yeah. second they ask, you're like, ugh, yeah. you know? Yep. But you also don't want to molest them with a thousand questions. Like, do you need that? You don't? You do? You do? You don't? You don't? You do? <laughs> you know? Like, no. No. I'm going to take this crumb. I'm just going to get that crumb cake. You know? Yeah. It's a real balance between, like, I'm going to keep everything great or I'm going to be annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah. I don't know. I just think there is something exciting about serving people that isn't just like blue collar um type of work like nothing to be looked down upon yeah. like i just yeah it just kind of makes you think about it like that is actually a really important job mm -hmm. to do yeah you know i think it served me for most of my life because i've worked at other jobs with difficult people mm -hmm. and co-workers who struggle with getting along with the boss and i always had favor Mm -hmm. it wasn't fake, but you just know, yeah, kind of how to be around all the types of people. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but but yeah, no, that was by far my favorite episode. Just watching Richie grow, and sometimes I think the hardest thing to do, and then maybe this comes, maybe this ties in. The hardest thing to do is like I am now changed. Mm. I wear suits. The first step of presenting yourself to the people who have known you forever, like that is the hardest transition. And they make it so simple. It's like, I wear suits now. Like, yeah, just yeah. I love that. Yeah. Matter of fact. Because there's a piece of you that goes, it could really be that easy. Yeah. I know that we're likely to overthink it. Mm -hmm. what, are, what are they actually going to think of me? What are they going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, they know my history. Oh, it's just Richie. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. you're still the same, you know. But yeah, you're right. It was like, boom. Mm -hmm. And now I wear suits. Mm -hmm. And now I'm that Which guy. It's easy with strangers and new people going forward. But with yeah. the people who've known you forever, yeah. I think that's... That Getting be. them to accept that change. What yeah. was cool is that, that they did. Mm -hmm. They were all like, okay, They're rooting cool. for him. Like, exactly. They all love each other. Yes. They stab each other. And they yes. love each other. You know? It's like, here's a knife. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stab you. Uh -huh. But I'm not. But then you're going to back up into it. Yeah. And get stabbed anyways. Like, it sort of was an accident. <laughs> right. But you also sort of deserved it. <laughs> and, and also shouldn't have a knife sticking out like that in that mm -hmm. kind of environment. Oh. If you weren't. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. Um, so that was that was best episode in my book. Worst episode, Christmas. Oh my god, the seven never fishes. Anything like that? <laughs> Can I just say, the seven uh, fishes was so intense. Yeah. Like the show's intense. That episode was like I, the yeah. whole time. I'm like, I was I so in it. I expecting a deep of like some breath of fresh air, like. Before you go in more, but that director just keeps you. You're just like, relentless, in it. just beating you, beating you. Beating it was wild. Yeah. And, and then afterwards, 
I was exhausted. Yeah, like for a <laughs> whole day, I was like, nap, I'm thankful spent. for my for my somewhat functional family <laughs> and the peace that I experienced yeah. because Lord, huh. oh Lord, help us. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. But to be honest, for me, I was like, I related to some of that. Yeah. Not on that level. Mm-hmm. Not on that level of intensity, but on that level of kind of like where everyone is looking to the parent to be like, how do we make sure that they're not... Keep them under control. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, I'm not even sure how I learned that or why I learned that, but that was that was... a. Uh, familiar to me yeah so I was just like oh you know what I mean yeah and I would say probably even mine even at a lesser level but we do learn early on like this person how you don't push the button yeah you want to just let them be because they're easily set Mm -hmm. off and once that happens you don't want to be in the room yeah and and everyone at that Christmas dinner they knew full well they were like we've been here many times Mm -hmm. before we're just all going to do our best to get through it. And that's what they were doing yeah. until the brother went off. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, someone's going to die right now. Yeah. Like, I just, I, yeah. And the, I think it blew my mind to think like, this might really be people's norm. And I've never like, yeah, I've absolutely. been so sheltered from that. Like, I have, it's not like my family's without drama, but I have one side that's very, like, I, I always kind of make fun about how boring we are, <laughs> but we're boring because we're like not dysfunctional. Like nobody has drama. Everyone's got like healthy relationships. Their kids are growing up fun. Like there's, you know, mm-hmm. and then the the other side has more, a little more drama, but, but, um, which I don't mean, I don't necessarily want boring either, but like, yeah, I don't know that. And I, mm-hmm. and then I'm just thinking like, there are people who know that, like, and that's their normal. Maybe these writers knew that. Like, I feel like you had to know somebody, something. Somebody lived through that. You can't, like, that. just get yeah. that on without not having experienced that. But that was intense. It's so well written. I don't even know why I like Jamie it, Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. Is the mother. And she's, I thought she I, did amazing. She did. She's she did pretty awesome. great. You gotta love Jamie. God, yes. They don't make them like that anymore. So good. But yeah, I mean, I just love the show. I'm like here for season three already. Yes. You know? Yes. I'm but, glad I took you up on your recommendation. Yeah, like it's just something about the community of it, the synergy of it, the like, we're we're not just a team, but we're also a family. And we're not perfect, but we're doing what we can do. Yeah. And they, you know, they did something pretty incredible. Yeah. To yeah. like revamp the whole restaurant. Okay, let's talk about that. Dude, go. Cans. Money in cans. There Uh, the whole time. uh, Because he didn't want to make the the family spaghetti. Mm hmm. And I was just. He was crapping on family spaghetti. Crapping on family spaghetti. Crap on family (laughs) spaghetti. I don't care if it's gluey and mushy. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Don't don't be snobbing the family spaghetti. Look, look what you missed out on. No, Carmi. That's not okay. That's what you don't do. <laughs> but I was, I actually had made a note of that where I was just thinking like, isn't that life? Like when we talk about the truth or like the truth will set you free. So the truth was that that money was in those cans the entire time. The whole disposal. time. But only the truth that you know, of, that you understand 
will set you free. You had to know that yeah. those were in there for you to be able to actually take that. And I just feel like, how many little cans of money are sitting around our life? Thanks, helicopter. <laughs> Pause for helicopter. We are outdoors in the wilderness, people. Close to two hospitals. So this is somebody probably doing a very good deed. So just yes. be patient. Oh, Lives darn. are being saved. Either that or a policeman. <laughs> oh, a search. Oh, it's either that or a search. A manhunt. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, anyhow, just I want to know how many cans of, of money I have laying around that I haven't picked up and done anything with. Ooh, that's a very um, interesting concept. Yeah. Sitting well, that's there. good. For sure. Huh? Yeah. Like, you just don't know what you got. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're sitting on a gold mine, people. <laughs> you're a gold mine. <laughs> so let's open up these cans. Yeah. How do we get these cans open? But yeah. also so sad that, like, he was just planning it, you know. He knew this mm. was done. Yeah. And that's tragic. I know. But still had love in him. He's like, I'm going to set everybody up right. But that was the evidence that he definitely had thought about it for a while. Yeah. And then I think the other, the other thing that was just the, the very last episode of season two when he just totally sabotages his most wonderful girlfriend. Oh my god! Because he's like, I can't have a girlfriend and fix a refrigerator lock at the same time. All right. <laughs> Can I just confess that I was like, that's me, God. I, God. And to see myself, I was like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Who told you that? Yeah. And you believed it. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I related to Carmi so hard in that episode. And I was like, all right. I was like, okay, man, I think I'm on the other side of that nonsense Mm -hmm. because now I could see it. But that's the shit. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. That I can't have it all. The other shoe's going to drop. I can only be focused on one thing yeah. a thousand percent and yeah. nothing else. So yeah. I can only be about the one thing. Yeah. Yeah. What a load of horse manure. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've all, yeah. I think, done that, you know. Right? I did. But, I've done that a I lot. I mean, we kind of just went through that, right? Like, Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank God that we figured that out. That's. It's only a relatively short time where we were kind of not, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I was thankful for that, but um, I think we all do that to some extent. For sure. Life yeah. can't be that good. Right. Life can't be that good. Yeah. I'm going to mess yeah. it up. You can't have all the things yeah. that you really want. Yeah. So, so interesting. Grace should be awesome. Wait, so when did season two come out? July? Just yeah, I think this. Got a while. Just this year, yeah. So just this summer, season two came out. Oh, okay. So we got to wait a whole other year. I was going to say, has there year. been any like previews on three? But no, probably. No, probably absolutely not. not. They're still probably promoting two. But they would be crazy not to do another season. They yeah. would be crazy. Oh, no, yeah. They're yeah. Doing, they've set, they've so completely much. set it up for that. There's, There's so much so more much. to do. But I just think, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Carmi was learning all the wrong lessons. <sighs> so don't be like Carmi. He did do some good stuff, Carmi's too. awesome. Don't he be like Carmi, but don't be like Carmi. Be like Carmi, <laughs> but don't be like Carmi. Be like Richie, but definitely don't be like Richie. <laughs> yeah, you know? but right, it's like it's just like aren't we all just the, like the two sides of the same coin? Like, yeah, I do some yeah. pretty cool stuff and I do some pretty not cool stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, I can't sorry. even remember the other girls, the, the cook, not the young girl that partners with him, but the older lady with the short hair. I can't Ooh, remember Tina. her name. But even Tina, like, was, I was like rooting for her there at the end too. Just like, Tina's getting her act together. Tina was cool. Everyone's getting her act together. Tina's cool. Yeah. She's something else. Mm -hmm. She's OG. Yeah, because she was like, in season one, not she was kitchen. like, I'm not having some new girl come in here and start running things, right? Mm -hmm. No Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> not my Jeff. You're not my Jeff. <laughs> and then I love that, that they're, I think in season two, she starts calling them Jeffries. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was a more formal because now we're moving on up. So you're my Jeffrey. Yes, Jeff. Jeffrey. Yeah. So yeah. yes, Jeff. Yes, Jeff. But that's yes, just, Jeff. yeah, every single, there's not one character. Everybody grew. Yeah. Which is dope. Yeah. So they have to have a season three because they can't just leave it like that. Right. Because we they know. they got to do something with their new growing selves. Yeah. Like what's that going to look like mm -hmm. as they're in this new space? Yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. New space. Hopefully Carmen gets out of the fridge. We oh, hope that. Oh, yes. Uh, and then goes, goes to chase down. What's her name? Yeah. What's her name? That's oh, going to take a couple episodes. What was her name? I have no idea. Debbie? Everyone likes her. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone likes her but Carmi right now. <laughs> Carmen oh no, he shit. loves her. She's a distraction. But yeah. he's scared. She must be cut out. He's got to redefine who she is so he can let mm -hmm. her go. But yeah, I think that's that was the main thing that I really got from it. But I I liked it a lot, and I've never worked in a kitchen that crazy. I have seen but a fight in can the kitchen. Get crazy. I've definitely. Had to tell some customers, like, and it's dinner and a show tonight. Oh, gosh. Because, yeah. You don't, you don't want to get in a fight in the kitchen. That's no. the stupidest place to ever get in a fight. Knives falling. Um, not Stoves burning. No. Like, there, it's hot back yeah. there. My newly forming theory is that, like, shit pops off because it's hot back there. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm at a stove. Let's not overthink this. I'm at a, You know what I mean? It's hot back there. People, people know, lose them Jeffs, it. Them Jeffs, they have some egos, too. Also that, too. You know? So, you know, they're like, how I'm sweating. Yeah. How dare. And then they're just popping off at people. That's right. Like, uh, okay, Jeff. So your fault food's not getting made, I'm going to punch you. And I'm going to feel better about it. So, yeah, that's not. Um, that's wild. Doesn't it doesn't bode well for a restaurant? You gotta keep that on the wraps. You gotta do silent fighting, yeah, right? Ninja style, right? You gotta do the um, right note, the Carmi chest oh, rub. Oh, I love that! <laughs> I forgot about that. That was pretty cool, right? I need to adopt that in my life. Mm. I think you just—it's a little what explain is that language. Explain for, what it is. I'm yeah. sorry. It's that that fist that you put over your heart and rub in a circle. Like mm -hmm. I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. I love you. Yeah. And it just like I don't know. It's, better than a word the word i don't know if it's because it's on your heart it's maybe like heart more meaningful yeah it's like that'll just diffuse it's it it's a right symbol then. yeah, that, yeah. And you know it and it's like oh okay yeah interesting yeah. so i need to adopt that because i think it just diffuses any mm -hmm. when, when things are starting to get crazy i should have done that today in the kitchen making tacos <laughs> <laughs> yeah Damn. i have i have a side of me that my daughter calls angry bird Oh, uh, mm -hmm. go ahead. Go for Angry Bird. 
See, hey, that could have been your nickname. <laughs> Do you see how We're going to go back and dub the first part. Yeah. This is Angry Bird. My name is Angry Bird. Welcome Angry Bird to the podcast. I don't podcast. like to identify with Angry Bird. I want Angry Bird to go away. Okay. But Angry Bird <laughs> is... So my default emotion is anger. Mm. Um, when I'm at least where I'm at right now. I think there was a time in my life where I was operating at a higher level. <laughs> but... But at my like motherhood, we'll do that self, to you. <laughs> yeah, my like uninvested self, where mm. you're never like thinking about anything. You're just going from one chore or not chore, but like thing. To yeah, the next. thing to do. So you just kind of wake up and get through your day and go to sleep, and you don't like question or think. You're just getting it. You just gotta get it done. Oh yeah. So at that person, her default emotion is anger. If you're frustrated, it's anger. If you're sad, it's anger. Um, if you're happy, it's happy, but, or less angry, (laughs) but I can get to a point sometimes where you just cross that line and you're just like toast, toasted dragon lady and everybody needs to get out of the way. And I hate that because that is not okay. I don't want that. I have a five-year-old and a seven-month-old who is relatively unaffected by it, but the five-year-old very much knows what's happening. And yeah, I'm thankful that she is not like me. Like when I was that age, I just was like, okay, whatever to do, to not make mom angry. That would have been me, you mm-hmm. know. Like I'm on a seven eight. She's just like, mom, you be an angry bird. I know <laughs> she's like unaffected by my bad emotions, and I'm so thankful for that. Uh-huh. But it's also very infuriating when you're in that space. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. read the room. <laughs> I don't know how to do that yet. Mom. All I can do is just the like, facts. You, like, I'm so thankful that she's not just scared and hiding yeah. in a corner until mom. Be thankful comes she can't down. read the room. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I hope she never does. I hope she yeah. never loses that. Like, mm-hmm. I see you're having a moment. I see you're losing control, but I'm going to be me over here regardless yeah. of you. I hope yeah. she keeps that to the grave. But mm-hmm. um, I also don't want a five year old to have to be that emotionally mature yeah. to do that. Yeah. So I'm trying to really um, come to grips with controlling angry bird but um it's just she gets out sometimes and there's nothing really to get her back in there except for time you just, just gotta, gotta, nobody try to help god help the person who tries the to worst help me right angry bird like everyone just be quiet and stop existing <laughs> until i've calmed down yeah you know and that's it's not fair but it's like that's that is literally how i see it i think i just look like a two-year-old pretty much you know if there's a little there's a little pound on the desk sometimes. Sometimes you gotta pound that thing. Yeah. You know, you need that button that you just like <laughs> eject. Yeah. Probably something softer to hit than my desk, but I just I haven't learned how to cope with my anger without a burst to uh, like let it out. Yeah, anger's difficult. Like, cause I feel like I could relate to a lot of that. I feel like it's same for me like anger is the default like that's the one that will show but it's that it's the the cover for but i actually really feel really sad yeah you know or i actually feel or or frustrated too mm-hmm. it's that too but it's like it yeah yeah which is just interesting because i'm like or maybe it doesn't matter but i'm like i don't even know how i developed that habit yeah like, anger is the like yeah that's what shows up you know well, I was just listening to Danny Silk 
is loving your kids on purpose book i'm going through that right now because i'm trying to grab a hold of angry bird <laughs> in some ways but he was talking about kind of like if you lived in a household where somebody like you learn that you do control others mm. like we felt powerless right if our sure. if they were but we were also in a way felt in control like if i don't act right i will cause them to mm-hmm. do xyz Mm-hmm. So you, it's weird that you feel powerless, but also in control. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to use that power to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. But it, and I don't remember exactly how it all tied together, but he basically talked about how that results in anger for the person that's in that situation. I was like, okay. Well, like I, a resentful type of... I think it's that powerlessness. Oh, yeah. But that it's confusing and so that's frustrating because at the same time you see that because you you think that you control others but with that if you think that you also think they control you like mm-hmm. you can't have one without the other yeah so you if you if you don't live in a world where everybody controls themselves and you're right. just responsible for you but in your mind you actually think i can control others and others can control me yeah, that's very be, disempowering. Yeah. And really. if I, if someone told me that statement, I'd be like, no, I don't believe that. But then my actions, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm very much controlled. And unfortunately, it doesn't take much. Like, I think that's what is so mm-hmm. embarrassing to see in, in through a five-year-old's eyes is it doesn't take much. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel weak that it that so little can set me off. Right. I think I justify it with, well, I'm carrying a really heavy load, so that one added thing just puts me over the edge. But isn't that true? There could be some truth to that, but also it's like, you know, should that one annoying call to the government for an hour hold just for nothing to happen, really? Should I let that ruin my whole day? Am I that weak that, like, that's going to do me in? Like, I got to go, you know, get therapy now because, you know, um, which I do feel like I'm probably going to need to take some anger management. <laughs> but that, I think that's, you know, I guess I just do feel too controlled by mm. events. And I don't want that to be exemplified for my daughter. Right. I think that's true for a lot of people, though. Yeah. I don't think that's uncommon. I'm and not especially, sure I'm alone, but I might. I and especially for sure. women as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that I have a leg up in that I have that open communication with Leah. I tell her I'm sorry when I am. That's important. You know, I didn't get that. Mm -hmm. So there's a step forward. But I would much rather not have to tell her sorry and actually just handle my stuff in a great way. Sure. But is there a party that feels like, okay, this is happening. But you know what? I am communicating. She is learning. She's not picking up habits like she needs to somehow diffuse the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in a sense, you're you're. It's a teachable moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does that? I just would rather her be like, I want to be like my mom, like rather than I'm not gonna do that. Like my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But I think yeah. also she could still have that point of view. Be like, I want to be like my mom because. There were moments that she wasn't perfect and she was honest enough with me to say this is what's going on and even apologize. Like, 
Yeah. Parents aren't doing that. Yeah. You know, maybe they are now, but yeah. when we were growing up, yeah, unheard no, of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's important to know is. is like kids want to be like you because they know that you love them yeah. and that you're going to be there for them and they don't care about nothing else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like there was part from that, from that, because I'm listening to the audiobook, but it got me thinking and I had asked her a question you know about like if she had felt unsafe or anything and, and that's when they, that's when she talked to me very clearly about Angry Bird like Ooh. so she does feel that and she's not reacting to it but, she's aware of it yeah of course and I think it was a really great conversation that we had and I'm thankful for it but it's funny because I have that on audio book and obviously she's usually in the car with me and she'll be like you want to listen to that <laughs> no. it's going to make you a better parent like listen to that. I don't know whether to think that's awesome or to think I am like failing at the highest level that my daughter's like, please take a class. That vibe. Get I better. think it's awesome. <laughs> but she's listening to it with me. So it's like yeah. any tips they're giving me, she's going to be on to me and all my tricks. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, you learned that from that? I know that, you know. Oh, yeah. So, but I kind of love but that. But she's also going to learn to be able to trust that she can talk with you about anything. Yeah. I feel like that's even better. Yeah, I think the, like, the conversation about it is everything. Because when I was growing up, people had outbursts, and people got pissed, and people threw shit, and yeah. people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then nobody talked about it. So it you just were just away. like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, did, I you think, felt, like, did I see that? Did I, did I make that up? I felt a lot of things, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like gaslighting yourself, like um, what? Like yeah. nobody's got. Guess that wasn't so bad. Not a peep. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's okay. Cool. I'll no, just, but nobody else seemed to be disturbed by it. But I'll just I'm, go back to playing Nintendo, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like very different, you know, yeah. circumstance. So I'm just like, I don't think it would have been as jarring when I was young if someone would have just been like hey like this is what happened that wasn't right sorry you know sorry if you got a little bit scared like everything's okay then I'd have been like all right cool yeah you know yeah but just the littlest it doesn't even have to be I don't need you to talk to me for an hour yeah just give me the facts yeah this happened I got pissed I said this I threw that shouldn't have done it sorry you were scared Okay, cool. Everyone's good. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, we just didn't know how to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's probably true. Wild. So. So I think, yeah, it's like, sure, 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 sure. You know? I mean, she still wants to cuddle with me every morning, so doing something okay. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Maybe she's like, if I get her first thing in the morning, no one else has gotten to her. She's never going to be angry in the morning. (laughs) And then we had a baby, and then I didn't get sleep. And then she comes in in the morning, I'm like, shh, quiet you. <laughs> Come, hug me, but don't say a word. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's an adventure. I think if you ever want to know everything you do wrong, like just have kids. Yeah, holy just, like, cow. so obvious. Um, the best, though, and it's also the worst, is like that they will be quite a mirror to you you'll be like Mm -hmm. oh yeah you know and I don't know if that's when they get a little bit older but like shoot the teen years I was just like that's me that's me that's me Mm -hmm. and it would be so triggering and I didn't recognize that like you're just reminding me of a younger version of myself 
and things that I didn't get for myself or know how to get for myself. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's just like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But but for me, same. It's like, but the trigger is I'm angry. Right. That's annoying. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. That's irritating. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that. And then you're just like, oh. But yeah, I would, I have many moments just to kind of sit with myself and be like, what is that? And it was always about me. Yeah. It's also about them and what they're doing mm-hmm. and things, but it's, it was like, okay. Yeah. Very eye-opening to where, like, when you're in the moment of the trigger, you're just like, this is the worst and it's awful and I hate how I feel. But, like, a little bit of time past it, you go, wow, that was the best thing that could have happened. Like, I needed to see that in myself or, you know yeah. what I mean? It's been, yeah, that's what it's been like for me. Yeah. And I think we just want so badly for them to learn that lesson way earlier than we did. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. frustrating to see them walking it out because yeah. you're like, oh, you're like, I just girl, told I've been you there. Let's shorten do. that up yeah. as much yeah. as possible. You yeah. Know? And, <laughs> and then I have to remember, but you do have to walk your own path and, yeah. you know what I mean? Lesson. It's that yeah. balance of like just letting them be who but they like, are. But I want to be like, if. You just listen to what we're telling you because we know. Yeah. I want to know the all outcome. The answers that I know yeah, now. Yeah, I want you to be this and they're like confident. This, that, right. this, that. Not giving a crap about what anyone says. Like human. Mm-hmm. Oh my but, gosh! But ooh. what's blowing my mind about this <sighs> loving on purpose book is that it's like, you know, I'm a people pleaser. I try to keep that in check, but yeah. like. Sure. That's definitely what I grew up as. Yeah, me as well. Me also. For sure. Yeah. And so it's like if someone has a problem, it's my problem. You oh, know, yeah. like <laughs> I've yeah. got to fix that problem. <sighs> and so boundaries can get a little bit messy because you just feel like you need to be the solution mm-hmm. to everything presented. But it was just talking about like, especially as parents, like when our kids have a problem, like we act like we're the ones with the problem. Oh yeah, I am. And we take their problem on. Yes, and the, like, I what do he's that. What he's saying to do is like. You have to let that be their problem and it not affect you as your problem. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, in your mind you might be embarrassed. You might be, like, there might be pride that's just like, why is my kid acting like this in front of everybody? Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It's but, like, weird. that is your problem. And I'll have, I'm happy to, like, watch you deal and learn with that and, like, help you when you want it. But it's just, like, oh, no, like, that really stinks. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, like, just be yeah. sitting back and, like, helping them to learn how to like solve their own problems without you yeah. getting angry or jumping right in or just like oh we have a problem you know? yeah and sometimes my oldest she'll she'll text me and I'm like trying to give her all these solutions she's like I'm not asking you yeah. to fix it yeah like I'm just getting it out just letting it out to you and I'm like that's my natural instinct <laughs> Why did I bite my mom's head off the other day? Like, so hard. <laughs> she probably regretted answering that. It was the same thing. Like, I had asked a question, or I was telling her about, like, what was it? It was, I think, some minor health issue. But she was like, you got to talk to the doctor about that. Have you talked to your doctor? And she's like, Mom, like, it's been five seconds. I know what to do. Yeah. I'm just telling you. You asked me, I would, like, well, how's it been? Yeah. I'm just telling you. Like, but we do that, you know, and I think mom's always felt like a safe person whose head I can bite off yeah oh moms are mom kids will trash you yeah (laughs) and it's because you're they're they're the you're the safest yeah Yeah. to them you are the safest being yeah it's not fair to treat those people like that but we're thankful to have them 
Because, yeah, yeah, other people have a total filter. They don't get to see. Yeah. She knows the monster. She knows Angry Bird. They don't she know. knows Angry Bird well. <laughs> Not everyone gets to experience Angry Bird. Yeah. I mean, they get versions. But, yeah. But the... Watered down. But the embarrassing two-year-old toddler tantrum, yeah. no, that's for special people. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, like... I just have to separate. Not my problem. Not my problem. Mm-hmm. You're there to help them, but only if they ask for it. Like, teaching them to ask for it, too. Truly, yeah. That's I've been thinking about that lately, too. It's like, well, have, have they asked for my advice? Have they asked for my opinion? And if not, do I need to offer it? Maybe not. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just yeah. something that I think is a good idea, but yeah. they're like, you don't get it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because we don't. We don't get it. <sighs> I look forward to that. I'm sure that I'll... Let's see, she's five, so I still got a couple more years. Yeah. Before. But build it up now, so that way at yeah. every stage she knows that she can come to you with anything. Yeah. I just wait for the day when she, you know, like, I mean, I had that time when it's like, mom could do no right. And my mom's so sweet. Mm-hmm. She's so sweet. But. Did you have that with both of your parents? That's what's bizarre. Because, yeah, I was way harder on my mom. Mm. But I would also say, I think that is because my mom was is a professed Christian. Mm. My dad did go to church at times and not at times and like lived right at times and didn't at times, but he like, I think, I I think it was kind of like, I expect you to act Mm. like everybody else would act, I guess. I expect you to be bitter and resentful and, and Mm -hmm. deal in that anger. Whereas her, it was like, you supposed to be operating from a different place yeah you know forgiveness and and of course I was like when she was really when both of them were really going through it I was like 18 so you're already at the time when like your parents just don't know anything you know you know everything yeah and um so that was on top of everything else but I was just but it was the people pleasing too like I was way harder on her because I knew she was safe like my dad I think I was just trying to do everything to like keep that relationship mm-hmm. intact because there was a lot of going on. Like my brother was two years older than me, so he was twenty, and we all lived in one house, and then we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> then we yeah. all lived in separate houses. Yeah. And I just went from one to the next, and so I think, you know, that relationship was just with Dad. You, I didn't have that kind of candid. I never really, in the moment anyways, could tell him exactly yeah, what yeah. I was thinking. It was just really trying to keep the relationship together. And I don't know, I, don't, I doubt that he ever wanted that. A lot of times I think if I had just been honest, we probably would have been closer, yeah. you know. But I just always had, I think we just learned that at that young age. Like mm-hmm. When you start putting on a facade when they come in to, like, you know, me and my brother both joke about it. Like, we would just be fighting, and then he'd walk in the room, and it was just silence. Like, we're perfect, we're good, we're being hafe. You know, uh, like, we're just... Yeah. Uh, 
And I think when you learn that, you just operate like that without meaning to. And yeah, coming out of that can be tough. So with mom, we were always she and she would discipline us. We got we got spankings from mom mm-hmm. if we were out of line, but it was a longer fuse. And so we were ourselves around her, but um, so I don't know. I don't know why, but I just felt like. I could right. be or just what I, I, I was hard on her for a long time I don't think it was until I had my own kids that I really you go oh. lightened up on her big time right yeah. well we were just so different yeah and I think at, you know at 18 you're like I'm gonna save the world I'm gonna change the planet maybe the best thing that ever happened to this place and you look at people who didn't or in your mind didn't do anything yeah and you judge them you know, and then you have kids and you're like, there's like no better thing I could be doing with my life right now. Mm. Like than having this much hands on molding and yeah. shaping of a human being. You know, like, And so I get it now. Like, OK, you know, some of my big dreams have definitely fallen by the wayside. Like, I don't care about those things. Yeah. Um, and so I think I'm more like her now than I ever would have imagined being. But I have I mean, she still will watch Hallmark movies. And cry at the end, and I'll never forgive her for that. (laughs) You know what's gonna happen. (laughs) I'm the same every time. But I'm more gushy with movie. Like, yeah, when we were talking about the sound of freedom, like I know I'm gonna be a hot mess. I can't help but like. So we had been trying to see that for a few weeks, and finally, when she's like, "Let's go see this," like I'm gonna get the tickets, and I was like, "Okay." And it didn't click until then that I was scared. Mm. I think the same for me. I was like, I was like, I'm going to see it. I'm going to go and see it. I'm not going to be able to unsee it. Am I ready to see it? Right. And I think that went on for like at least three weeks. Because like afterwards, like I was sad. Like we were just having normal conversations and I'm like crying or whatever. And I'm like thinking like my biggest, well, I won't say my biggest takeaway, but my one question that I had with that was, are these children getting mental help once they are recovered? What happens when they save them? Yeah. And I'm like thinking, what's the quickest way, the fastest track I can get my, uh, what is what is it, a therapist, a psychologist? Yeah. What are they? Yeah. How can I get degrees. my degree? Yeah. How can I get my degree so I can help Bring these kids? Bring me the chillins. Yeah. 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 Um, and just like, oh. I, I did was... hear Tim Ballard say they have a program, and it's but it's only like six months. It's pretty like uh, intense, but, okay, I but say, I'm sure that somebody yeah. like that like needs more than six months. But they are coming into some kind of transition, yeah. You know, which I think is better than none. than nothing. Because I'm like, because you did have some somebody criticizing like you taking <laughs> them out of this, like how in, in the most traumatic way. And I just was like, are you kidding me right I now? Know. Like you think it's better to leave them there, right, Yeah, because the trauma they're going to receive taking them out. But is it trauma? Yeah. Yeah. You can't get, you can't get but, around that. But yeah. you can't leave them there so that you don't, you know. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I, that's a, I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I most definitely want to. Um, I need to get my butt down there to yeah. see it. Cause, but yeah, yeah, I know I'm not going to unsee it. And sometimes, like I was at with Hotel Rwanda. I don't know if you guys ever saw Hotel Rwanda. I've never seen it, but I know I didn't. I remember, I remember when you watched it and you were telling me about yeah. it. Yeah, it really moved me. But sometimes the most frustrating things about those is like you're, you're so moved 
and then you, you have want. nothing that you can do. Oh yeah, that's how right. you feel. You feel yeah. like you don't have an action step to take. And with Hotel Rwanda, I would say it was genuine. I mean, it was that way because it was after the fact. Now, you yeah. know, but this is an ongoing issue. Right. I'm gonna, that is. I'm going to see this, and then yeah. what am I? I'm responsible for that knowledge. So yeah, what am I going to do with that? You know. And yeah. I, so I have. I like, want someone to just ooh. like hand me. Okay, this, action. yeah, this you know is, what I mean? yeah, do this, and I'm like, I'm on it, because you know? I was just so sad, and yeah. so, like, what can I do, how can I help, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, it's just, yeah, I'll, I'll be seeing that next, so, wow. but, like, what, what do you do? Oh, no. Do you know well, what I mean? I mean? Most of the time, it's like, okay, here's these organizations, give financially, here's the money. and I here's don't the think money. that's... I don't think that that is a bad thing. I think that's the easiest thing we can do, but it just doesn't. Right. I want to do something. I want to. Yeah. 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 And I think I go to this question of like, what is my responsibility? What does that look like? Having seen that. Because it's like, all right. They make it very clear that like the the top. uh, What would you call it? Procurer of these children or mm. you know it's from the united states yeah the demand the demand is from yeah. the united states mm-hmm. i'm an american yeah so i'm like okay this is where i live this is my home country mm-hmm. and i'm at a point in my life where i go like in in what ways am i contributing to this in my own way like mm-hmm. do, am i selling children am i no right am i physically doing something to harm children no but also at the same time, I just have this belief that like, but we're all contributing something. Mm. Like, how did we freaking get here? Yeah. Like we're. Well, and I would say that's controversial that, too, right? Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I, if I had to guess, porn is the gateway drug here, and there's definitely, I think, a normalization of some of that in our society. Yeah. And, and you could even make that argument maybe but that's like the gateway drug essentially we're what scares me i guess is that we are having a growing generation of longer single adults especially males and video game males who yeah, didn't really socialize yeah. and get and they need you know, it's like more and more, right? <laughs> to yeah. get that nuance and that, that sense of novelty. And um, I don't think that, I'm not saying that every man is going to be going to these, these sites and whatnot. Depths of yeah. perversions, but I just feel like it, there's a lot of socially accepted versions. Okay, I've got a. Yeah. This is the genuine thought that I've had. Mm-hmm. And. It's a very weird thought to have, but like, okay, we're on the verge of some pretty realistic AI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you overlap that on the porn industry. And I think, oh, fantastic. We don't need the kids anymore because we have digital versions of kids. Right. Which I totally. So now the yeah. real kids aren't getting. Yeah. May, one would hope. Right. Are not needed anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's cheaper, right? To not have to have feed the mouths. You can right, just digitally yeah. make them. Um, so, yay, less trauma on kids. But what will that do to the perversions when there is no limit to what you can 
digital we create and what does that do to the souls of people consuming it you know yeah I, don't know. I, I feel like I get we're saying so I'm like oh yeah like yay for like, the children um but I think because this is such a large thing going on um that the images and the videos aren't doing it for people yeah they need that physical and that's when it's just like they need to know that this is a real living yeah. child mm-hmm. and I'm just like I God help us. yeah, yeah nice. I can't even I can't even yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that makes sense to me. And then I kind of go to like, where are we at as a society that we just devaluing children in such a like incredible way? And not just children. I mean, we just we have a tendency to devalue things that like. My thought, my mind goes here. So you have the young and you have the old, neither of whom can actually air quotes contribute to society and we and I feel like as a country like the way that we show our care is not well at all you know and that's got to be a mindset and that's got to be some sort of like you know off kilter belief system or something but well I remember taking a cultures of Africa class at Stan State and that was one of the things that Africa was experiencing as a whole as it was being influenced by American culture was like you had a tribal unit you had elders so those elders weren't really productive people anymore but they were regarded as those are the people who know the stuff important yeah. parts of the community yeah like without them we don't know how to be doing anything and like they're the ones that like have the most wisdom to impart and we're eventually going to be them so we care for them the way we're going to want to be cared for. So a sense of honor. Yeah. Respect. Absolutely. And like, at, at this particular class, they were talking about the big, one of the biggest cultural influences was music. And that like, as those generations were consuming music and just becoming, as we do sometimes, it's like, it's not just about the music, it's about the artists and about how they live and then, you know, like, yeah. just the cult, the American culture of like, just getting it done, get making a buck, you know, living that dream, that materialism. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I'm not gonna say that's what America is. We definitely have that. But that is our our media right, trail that's what we sell. is for sure that. Yeah. yeah. And there was kind of becoming a breakdown. And just modern modernization, obviously, as well. But, like, I just think America has sucked at community. Oh, We've sucked terrible. At, yeah. In, like, every arena yeah. that I've experienced. Horrible. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wounded from it. I mean, like, just, yeah, not good. Yeah. It's like, mm, we we have a lot to learn or remember. I don't know which one, but yeah. we just... Just learning how to do to value people outside of their productivity. Uh huh. Out outside of their beliefs, their politics, their mm-hmm. da da da. You know. Yeah. Like we we had a conversation how many weeks ago with a family member that got a little bit intense. Oh, oh yeah. really? You know. Okay. Um, and it had to do with like, what did it have to do with? Maybe. Or no. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm, ta- I'm no, I'm talking about. Uh, it was a conversation around like trans something oh, and okay. yeah, oh, no, yeah. Okay. 
And so that that got a little heated, but it, even in the middle of the conversation, I just kind of like looked at my family member and was like, I don't I don't care about your politics. I don't care what you believe. Like I don't care about none of that. Like mm-hmm. I love you because you're a person and you're my family. Yeah. And that's how I want to treat people and that's how I want to love people. And I don't want to care about what side of the aisle you're on like you get to have all of that Mm -hmm. and you get to form that for yourself but aside from that like we're people Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we're people and we want to care about each other and i don't think that we do a great job of showing that but i think we are we're at a place where like we're gonna have to learn yeah (laughs) and we're we're gonna have to learn over the deep end yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I agree, and I do think there's a like a, there's just different levels of narcissism. That, yeah, I mean, definitely, we can attribute to all sorts of things, social mm-hmm. media, whatever, like digital cells versus real cells, blah blah blah. We can get everything when we want it, so like you know, yeah. it, it's gonna be hard. But I think it's hard. It's. I think when you, I, I've noticed in my life. I've had seasons of service and seasons of I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to do me now. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're really lacking when we're not serving. Oh, like yeah. when we don't have somebody that we're pouring into, someone that's pouring into us and just even, I mean, and I don't even mean like going out and feeding the homeless. I don't mean, like I just mean my husband. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yep. doing something that is just strictly for him. That matters. That it has nothing, you know, like those things do things for us. And I think a lot of our generation doesn't ever taste it. Absolutely. Because they right. don't do, they're, they're, they weren't taught to do it. They're not looking to do it. Like I don't, I wouldn't do it on my own. Like I, you know, I got mine from my belief in God, mm-hmm. but I also know like when I'm not, doing it like you would think you would feel better because you're doing you but right. you don't mm. you you just your life loses richness you know like just going and this isn't even an act of service because I love my grandparents but just visiting my grandma you know like it fills me up she's so looking forward to it and I I really hope that if I'm blessed to live to my old age that I have people visiting me because what a lonely time like I want what my my husband's mom has like she lives her daughter like she had her plot of land they live right there like she sees them every day she sees the grandkids every day they have their own living space but they're all right there so nice and I'm like, that's the way, yeah, you know? Yeah, I would love that. We, oh, we, we talk about that often. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to No Ordinary Love. Please listen and subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want us to keep going, hit that subscribe button. You can follow us on Instagram at No Ordinary Love Podcast. If you like us, please leave a review. We're eager to hear from you. You can also email us at noordinarylove23 at gmail.com or you can send a recording of your question and we'll answer a few each week.